Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family and the Christian life. And our topic for today is how to have unity with disciplining your kids, mm-hmm. with correcting your kids. Um, this last weekend in the parenting class, we addressed the topic of correction and a biblical case was presented for correcting kids. This is a requirement that we have as parents to discipline our children when they disobey us, when they disobey the Lord. So mm-hmm. this involves spanking. This involves what we've called shabets, mm-hmm. uh, the the Hebrew word for a little switch used to uh, spank kids in love and appropriately. And uh, so we made a biblical case for that. But today we are going to talk about the importance of unity between husband and wife in that process. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, this is super important. And so just a couple of Proverbs here to get this started. Uh, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 24 says, whoever spares the rod, the shibet, hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. So right there, the Bible tells us as parents, we have to uh, discipline our kids. We cannot spare the Shabbat from them. We've got to discipline them if we love them uh, to keep them from wandering off the path of the, the right way to live, mm-hmm. making good yeah. choices, and staying on the right path. Yeah, and another great proverb just about the same kind of thing is Proverbs twenty two fifteen, which says, Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. We know our children's hearts are sinful, and this proverb makes it clear that when we bring discipline, it will drive that foolishness far from them. Yeah. So they need it. They do. In fact, this morning, my four-year-old son was asking me all kinds of questions about (laughs) bad people. He's like, are there bad people? And I was like... Yeah, there are. Yeah. And he's like, are there, you know, are there, are there robbers? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. He's yeah. like, well, where are they? I was like, well, some of them are in jail, but some of them are yeah. out on the street. And he's like, like this street? And I was like, maybe. <laughs> anyway, um, he, he, yeah. I was communicating with him because he's asking all these questions about bad people. And one of the comments I made was they need to learn mm-hmm. that their bad choices, their sinful choices yeah. have consequences. And that's the same reason that we teach you and we discipline you when you make bad choices so that you don't end up in jail as a robber someday. Yeah. Um, And also, you know, we have conversations with him where it's like God doesn't like it when Mm -hmm. you break his rules. This makes a separation between you and God. So we want you to learn how to live the way God wants you to live so that you can have a right relationship with him. Yeah. I mean, the kids question, they look around, they see you know, siblings making bad choices. They hopefully can see their own. They, they look out at the world at bad people, maybe wherever he got that from. But, and it's important that we teach them that sin is not good. God does not like it. And that's why we can't allow it. We can't just say, oh, you've sinned and that's okay. No big deal. We'll mm-hmm. just roll on with it. You know, no consequences, nothing, nothing happens. Yep. Yeah. There's got to be consequences and because we love our kids. And 100%. so- this episode is all about how do we get on the same page with each other and how do we have this, how do we achieve unity in disciplining our kids? It's super important and it's really powerful when we have unity. And I guess it's really hazardous, really dangerous when we don't have unity. Yeah. Uh, So here are a few ways uh, that we want to present as to how to have and maintain this unity in correcting kids. 
the first point we want to make here is you've got to take your the side if there are sides that are drawn yeah. in a conflict. <laughs> Line in the sand. Uh, you've yeah. got to take sides with your spouse. Yes. Okay, as a default, as a general rule, side with your spouse. Sometimes I get home from work uh-huh. and there's a kid in the bathroom right. waiting to be disciplined by yes. me. So I'm entering into the house. There was some kind of a conflict. Right. Sparks flew uh-huh. and I enter. I didn't see the conflict. I don't know what happened. I don't know right. how the kid in the bathroom sinned. Um, or broke the rules of mom and dad, right. but I do know that my wife put him there or her there, and I am immediately on your side. Yes. And so I'll go in and I'll do the discipline, even if I didn't see it. I don't know the context. I just get a brief word from you. Here's what happened. I say, okay, I'm with right. you. No questions asked. I trust you. I support you. I'm with you. Yeah, and can you imagine a different scenario of a husband walking in and then an argument ensues? Well, why is he in there? Well, are you sure? I mean, he doesn't usually do that. Maybe, I mean, can you imagine this large argument where the child in the bathroom maybe overhears that, that they're, you know, oh, dad's on my side. Wow, dad's really defending me. Dad's... Dad doesn't like what mom did. She's She must have made a bad choice. This isn't a good thing. Or even the other children, you know, sitting there observing this. Maybe. Totally. They're, oh, they're watching all of it. Oh, yeah. There's no, oh, well, wow, maybe dad's the one that I should go to next time I do something wrong or or whatever. Obviously, vice versa. Mom might be the one arguing and trying to get the kid out of something. I mean, we, we've got to make sure that we are on each other's sides, on each other's teams, and that we communicate that to our spouse. Okay, I'm with you here. And you'll say that, all right, I'm with you. What needs to happen? And you, you know, and you go through with it rather than, you know, really the battle, battle between husband and wife over discipline issues. Yeah. So basically here, when one of us, when one of the two of us Mm -hmm. decides that discipline needs to happen, discipline needs to happen and the other person needs to support it. Right. And so I've got your back. I support you. I trust you, and I'm going to follow through with what you said I would do. Yeah. (laughs) And if I don't, then now there's a big problem between us and between the kids, and it gets really messy really fast. Yes. Yeah. Um, So I guess the one caveat here is Mm -hmm. there there are occasions when you shouldn't side with your spouse – of yep. course, if if they're you know actively sinning, right. if they've lost control, if they're you know out of control and making bad choices, right? Then we're not saying you've you've got to side with them no matter what, right? Um, but the default is you're on the same side as your spouse, and so I think what that means is if even if they are uh, sinfully lashing out and wanting discipline in a in a sinful way. Um, you, you should correct that. You should address that with your spouse privately. Yeah. So don't open up fire in like a public setting, yeah. you know, or in the public setting of your home when right. your kids are watching and don't confront them and rebuke them in front of the kids. But instead right. how you say, Hey, mom and dad need to talk through this, have a side conversation with them where you're not, um, rebuking them in front of the kids. Now, later that parent probably needs yeah. to go and yeah. and seek forgiveness and right. you know publicly repent in front of their kids yeah but um that needs to happen after a conversation has happened yeah i mean this has happened in our home where i uh, clearly am you know i'm let's just say i'm right with the fact that the kid does need discipline what they have done is wrong and it does need to be 
there does need to be a consequence. But the way I've maybe carried it out, you have pulled me aside before and we've had a conversation and I've realized, ooh, that just, that didn't come out the way it should have come out. That, that came out with anger or that came out, you know, I shouldn't have been raising my voice higher than I thought. Or, you know, the kids really saw that in your eyes, even if it, if it wasn't the sound of the voice. And I've had to go back to my kids and say, after a discussion with Mark, you know, forgive me for that, the way that I responded. Doesn't negate the fact that you still have a consequence for your sin, but it's yep. so helpful to be able to have you pull me aside later or differently right then even we step into a different space rather than having that all play out before the kids. Right. Yeah, my general rule is to never um, talk bad about you or humiliate you mm -hmm. or embarrass you in front of the kids. Right. I, when we're in front of the kids, I want to say good things about you. Mm -hmm. I want to give do. you compliments. <laughs> yep. I want to say positive stuff. So when they look at us, they see dad is on mom's side yes. and yep. mom is on dad's side. Definitely. And that really leads into the second point here that we want to make uh, when it comes to having and maintaining unity and correcting kids. We need to take our spouse's side, number one, but number two, we need to then maintain this unified front. Mm -hmm. So when the kids approach us, yeah, it's the same thing to yes. approach me as it is to approach you. So I think our first point kind of revolves around this idea of parent to kid. Right. If you decide a discipline needs to happen or I decide a discipline needs to happen, we're on the same page. Right. Parent to kid. The second point it's really from the perspective of the kid to the parent. Yeah. So if a kid approaches mom, it's the same thing as approaching dad because we've got a unified front. So they're not going to get away with one thing with you and, you know, get busted with me or the right. other way around. Uh, yeah. But we're on the same page. Yeah. And this, I mean, this does happen. They're smart, these these kids, right? Yeah. Smarter than we Conniving, think. Yeah. They just, they, they, if they, let's say they've, uh, you know, sinned against dad or, or dad was in the room when it happened. He was in the room where it happened. Mm -hmm. And, um, they, dad has even issued a, you know what, you're going to lose screen time or there's going to be a consequence. Maybe that hasn't even been dealt out what the exact consequence is. Well, moments may go by where that kid wanders over to mom and hey, mom, I uh, just did, you know, I've, I've overheard it and just said this thing. And um, could, could it not be this consequence or could I do this? Or I, I did apologize or I see that it's right. I mean, they're trying to make their case with me, even though dad has just issued the fact that there's going to be a consequence. They're trying to get out of it. Yeah. They're trying to sweet talk me. You know, they probably look really, really uh, repentant, sad. You know, they're trying to give me this look of team up with me. And let's just talk, let's talk him down to a lesser sentence here, or yeah. let's talk him out of it. And I just, I never want to be put in that position where I go against, you know, that, that son, that daughter thinks I'm going to side with them and go to dad and say, you know, he really shouldn't, or what about this? Or maybe not that long of a discipline, yeah. maybe not 20 minutes, maybe just five. I mean, you know, yeah. I don't want that to occur. It's a huge problem. And it's a cheap and easy way to score points with your kids. Mm. Man, if you are the good person who sets mm -hmm. them off the hook, you know, lets them off the hook right. from the discipline that the bad other spouse, yeah. you know, other parent was going to inflict. Well, you just scored some really easy points, but it cost you a lot yeah. in terms of your reputation as being unified. You've just seriously compromised that. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be problems down the road. Now they're going to go to you when they want to treat and 
you know, the other parent said no, and right. they're going to get a foothold there and exploit that. And I think as, as moms, we, um, I don't know, we're, the, we're nurturers, we're um, generally a little bit more emotional, tender, you know, because that's the way God has kind of designed us as we're bringing up these kiddos to be that soft, more of the soft one is from what I see, not always. And we tend to, oh, let's, you know, but Johnny, he just, you know, he's, he had a good day or Johnny, you know, really I've seen him growing in this area and we tend to cave, I think a little bit quicker and we need to be careful of that. We need to not cave. I think when we look back, we're not going to be upset if yeah. we, we follow through and we went with our spouse and we didn't allow them to weasel in and divide us. Yeah, so that really takes us right into the third thing that we want to communicate, mm-hmm. and that is to learn from each other uh, when it comes to disciplining our kids. I've got yeah. things that I need to learn from you in terms of the perspectives that you had in disciplining kids or right. the consequences you came up with and why. Yeah. Same thing from, from me to you. Uh, I think it's going to be really helpful for you to learn from my perspectives and you know, what, what the decisions that I make in wanting to discipline kids and things like that. So we want to learn from each other because there's valuable stuff on both sides. Yeah. And I was just talking to someone who has grown kids and she was reflecting back to her parenting style and his parenting style. And she made the point that her husband gave stricter consequences and she tended to give easier consequences. And as she's looking back at that, she's wishing maybe one thing she would have done differently in parenting is that she would have gone with the more strict consequences. She would have listened more to what her husband did and, you know, implemented those things rather than keeping them on the lighter, easier side. Yeah. And so we need those reminders on both sides of things. You know, there there may be uh, appropriate instances when you uh, lighten the load that mm-hmm. I want to dish out mm-hmm. or the other way around, you know, or, or some instances where we increase the load mm-hmm. of the discipline yeah. um, based on my perspective or whatever it may be. So I think that's a really helpful thing, but that's not going to happen if you aren't in good communication with yes. your spouse about this kind of stuff. So yeah. that really, this this third point and kind of maybe into a fourth one here. Um, really requires that you be in good communication with your spouse about the discipline. If you want to learn from each other, you've got to talk. Yeah. And be transparent, be open, have good conversations by way of follow-up after discipline. Yeah, and then, can I say yeah. something here? I, I sometimes being, you know, with the kids all day, every day, I can get yeah. a little bit of like a tunnel vision and even see kind of all the negative things. And you have such a great perspective. I learned so much from you when you come in and you can kind of step back a little bit. You're not in the heat of the moment. You haven't maybe been there, you know, for to see the multiple things that occurred or how, how things went. So you have just a different perspective. And it's so helpful. Every time I talk to you about things like, okay, I'm really struggling. This kid is doing this thing. I, here, here's how I'm responding. Here's what I'm, what would you do? And it's amazing that you, how the different elements you bring in. Well, what about this thought? Have you thought of this? What about this area? You know, and I'm like, oh, I need this. I so need this to balance out because I kind of get focused on my one thinking in providing consequences or my one, you know, frustrations of dealing with this kid repeating the same sins. And you can come in and provide a, such a great perspective. I need it. Yeah. So in that way, I guess we could we could state it number four to mm-hmm. just to check with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So this is a good practice, especially for wives at home with kids during the day to say, I'm going to talk to dad about that. Yes. And we're going to come up, we're going to come up with something (laughs) together. And then you don't necessarily need to um, make the final decision right then and there. Right. But you're going to make it when I get home and we're going to agree on something together and then we're going to follow through. Yes. This is also good to help kids own up to their sin because often I will say, hey, you know, so-and-so come in. I want you to tell dad while we're talking, uh, what we're talking about, why we're here. Yeah. So we've already had a conversation, but then they have to explain to you. So they have to own up to their sin. And maybe that even helps them to, I don't know, understand the consequence even a little bit better. Yeah. Well, I mean, kids are really good at taking responsibility <laughs> for their they actions. Own right yeah. up. It was yeah. me. It was all me. Yeah. There's humility <laughs> and there's responsibility uh, for anything they do wrong. But when you you're know? not there, you have to ask them, well, what, yeah. well why, why did you feel that way? Well, yeah. what did you do in response? Well, what did they, you know, and you ask, you know, these questions yeah. and it's revealing so much more hopefully to them. Yeah. Well, it's super important. This is kind of another topic for another day, but it's super important that we learn how to confess yeah. and own our sin. Right. People don't know how to do that. Kids don't learn how to do that. And so then you end up with adults yeah. who don't know how to confess mm-hmm. and they just blame shift and, you know, lighten it and ex- offer yeah. excuses. Somebody else did it. So yep. let's teach our kids how to own their sin. And one of the ways you can do that is by having this unified front, mm-hmm. you know, check check with your spouse. Hey, right. let's have this conversation with mom and dad later together. Totally. Okay. Um, the last thing that we would say here is yeah. if despite all of these steps here, you still have difficulty getting on the same page, right. maybe there's just a fundamental disagreement on spanking or, or you know, disciplining kids. And there's just some... Uh, wrench in this equation in your particular family. This is something that you ought to uh, talk to other people about. Get Mm -hmm. godly counsel on this because don't let another week go by where you're not on the same page with your spouse. You've got to sync up with them. Yeah. And this is super important. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people at probably at your church sitting that are farther along a godly mentor that you could talk to about this. And you could just say, we, you know, we are on opposite sides. We are not seeing eye to eye and we need the help. And that would be so beneficial to work through that because I think moving forward, all of the, the consequences, the discipline, the parenting choices are going to be so much easier when you know you're yoked up together with them, going the same direction, making the same kind of choices along the same path rather than pulling at different ends or trying to go in two different directions. Yeah. Good. Well, there's a lot for you to think about here as it relates to this topic. This is huge. This Mm, is a a daily battle (laughs) that you've got to fight. And so we hope that there's some good stuff for you to think about here. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you later. All right. See you.